I'm so glad you're joining us for this special episode of Street Soldiers. This is our NYCHA Town Hall State of Emergency. Nine months ago, we were here in the Bronx Pyramid Community Center talking with residents about the hardships that they were going through in one of the worst winters in New York City in decades. Many without heat, many with rats, children getting sick, children getting bitten on top of mold, lead, and a whole host of other issues. So we wanted to come back here to this room, to this community, to find out nine months later what has changed. Is NYCHA ready for the winter? Winter is just about to get in in full force. Will it be the same as last winter, or have there been real improvements? Let's find out what our panel has to say. Joining me, he is back supporting the residents and the community and street soldiers, the one and only Ja Rule. Also with us is the Honorable Carmen Quinones. She's the president of the Douglas Houses on the Upper West Side in Manhattan. Carmen. Also with us is New York State Assemblyman Michael Blake. And also joining us is Danny Barber. He is the president of the Citywide Council of Presidents of NYCHA Housing Residents. Danny, great to have you with us. Jarul, I want to start with you on this. You've been following the developments. You've been following what's going on. Do you think it's going to be the same old, same old? You know, I wish I could sit here and say that I think it's going to be different, but I, I, I don't have faith and in, 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 in trust in our city and our government at this moment. But I, I'm hoping that they pull through for the residents. I mean, they, they came, they talked a good talk, they said they were going to you know, do this and that for the residents and they want to give up the $2 billion to start making these living conditions better. And from the looks of what I'm hearing and seeing, there's a lot of talk going on. And, and it's a not lot much. of talk. You know what's crazy is I, I'm a performer and I never get nervous. Like when I go on stage, you know, performers say they get nervous. I was having anxiety in the back a little bit before coming out here because... It's sad. It, it is really sad and, and usually... Usually I have like a solution to answers. I'm stumped right now. All right, well, let's talk. Yeah. Let's bring in our other guests. Yeah. Because there has been some progress, let's yeah. be fair. And we did invite NYCHA here to be a part of this in any capacity to send us a representative, to send us outreach workers, to send us management representatives. And they were unable to send us anybody. They so never I want to be do. very clear we did invite yeah, NYCHA never do. to this. Yeah. And Carmen Quinones, in terms of our question, what's changed? Has there been any real changes since last winter? Um, change is when you advance. Change is when you're better. None of that has been happening. We have still pipes breaking, kids with lead, um, and we have new orders from HUD that 17% uh, of people will be put out of their homes if they make over a certain amount of money now. We just got that last week. So they continue to do things to get rid of the people in public housing. So it's not getting better, it's getting worse. 
Um, and what we need to do is actually, and, and I've been saying this for a while, the 400,000 residents that are in public housing need to come out and to the street and we need to shut it down. I like that. I like that. It's the only way it's going to happen. Assemblyman Michael Blake, there have been a lot of press conferences, a lot of, a lot of talk since we were here nine months ago. You've been deeply involved. You've been on the front lines. You've, you've answered the calls that we've gotten from residents and, and gotten help for them. We've heard money being given from the state, from the city. Well, give us, just give us a sense of what, do you really feel there's been some change or what's really happening? Well, first, we, we want to say thank you to you, Lisa. Thank you. Uh, for, uh, Absolutely. Uh, for, for, for drawing attention and, and being there and responding when the calls happen uh, in, in that manner. Uh, and to everybody at Bronx Works for allowing us to be in the space here again and to the tenants uh, because we, we do this for you. You know, I, I always say often that there's a difference between activity and progress. Yeah. Right? Uh, so have there been changes of new things that have happened in terms of new staff and, and funding and projects along that line? Yes. However, has there been enough progress? Absolutely not. You know, it, when you are here and you're approaching the winter and you have buildings that are right now wondering if they're going to have heat this weekend, uh, that's wrong. When you have people that are wondering how is it that I don't have good functioning uh, apartments and security, that's wrong. You know, how is it that you can get unleaded gas but you can't live in an apartment that has lead-free paint? Right? Uh, and so there have been some changes. We've been able to put some money we, from the state that is about $250 million across the city, across the state. There are specific projects that we were able to work on, you know, security cameras, doors, locks, et cetera. But it's not enough. You know, plain and simple. And I think the reality is this is an emergency. This is a humanitarian crisis. Yeah. And, it, and we got to treat it in that manner. We got to treat it in the reality that black and Latino communities are suffering in a way that they should not be suffering. Uh, and it is wrong and is unacceptable. And we have to continue to press forward even more. All right. Danny, Danny Barber, in, ter in terms of the, the suffering of residents, your building was out without electricity for a couple days there, it looked like. There's tens of thousands of residents already so far. We're not even really into the winter technically that have gone without heat and hot water. Give us a sense of the ground because you're out there walking around, you know, to many different developments. Well, I, I, I was literally trying to pick my words carefully. Why start now? Because I have a, I have a family, but why be a hypocrite? Let's go. Let's, let's go. You're right. It ain't, sis. That's my sister saying it ain't stopping me. What's changed so far? Yeah. So far, all that's changed. It was been nine months later. Okay, that's one. Two, what's changed? Um, they've added new senior executive vice presidents, but the residents' apartments are still falling down around them. If you walk into the management office, the waiting areas have a leather couches. The bathrooms look like something out of a Vanity Fair magazine. And you go upstairs to the residence apartment and they have channel lock pliers turning the hot water on and off. Last year we had over 300,000 families without heat. So far this year we had 72,000. 35 one weekend, 35 another. So I mean, Patterson Houses was fully funded for boilers. Lynn Patton, 
regional director from HUD, went there with the borough president and elected officials. Everybody's in Puerto Rico and everybody's working in Puerto Rico. We'll have Michael Blake sitting here with us here in the Bronx to fight for the people in his community and of New York City. So my thing is, is where's everybody at? We need you to come and throw paint on the walls in New York City. Let's get it going and let's do it right. You were elected by these people and you guys stop electing them just because they say Democrat down the line. If they don't do the work, don't put them in office. All right, That's on that right. note, we're going to take a short break. Right. This is our Street Soldiers NYCHA Town Hall State of Emergency. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Yo, what up? This your homie Ace Hood, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to this special episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. This is our NYCHA Town Hall state of emergency. What's changed since last year? Joining us for this conversation and this conversation with the community, the one and only Ja Rule. Also with us is the Honorable Carmen Quinones. She's the president of the Douglas Houses in Manhattan. Carmen. Also joining us is New York State Assemblyman Michael Blake from the Bronx. And also with us is Danny Barber. He's the president of the Citywide Council of Presidents of NYCHA Residents. Ja Rule, just talk with me as, a, as an artist on an emotional level, on a personal level. When you see some of the things that, that you've seen over the past year, you've seen the broken walls, you've seen the, the sewage flooding, the baby that got pneumonia because there was no heat in the apartment, baby Caden in the Patterson houses. Rats. You've seen the rats, the rats biting babies and biting kids and in people's, people's homes. What does that do to you? I mean, it, it, it does what it you know, to every human being, it's like, come on, man, this is ridiculous what's going on here. And, and, and it tears me up. But my thing is, what do we do? How do we fix the problem? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm listening <clears throat> to, to all of them, everybody talking. I'm like, okay. Okay, I said, I'm listening. Oh, there we go. I said, I'm listening to everybody talking. Oh, all right, we, the government, the state gave some money. But it seems like the work is not being done. So I, I'm, I'm just trying to think of solutions. Maybe, maybe they give us the money and we use, the, like, we use our own contractors in our neighborhoods and build up our neighborhoods with, with, with black contractors and, and, and Latino contractors and people who actually know the neighborhood and care enough to come down to the neighborhood and do the work. These people don't care about minorities. Our government doesn't care about minorities. So, if they don't care enough to do the work, but they're willing to give the money, let us house ourselves, police ourselves. Let us build up our own communities. I'm sure there's plenty of you know, mechanics and, and, and people who are in the communities that have businesses, you know, independent small businesses that would love to come in and do the work and get, and and get paid to would, do it and build up the community it. at the same time. People who would welcome it. Michael Blake, Assemblyman Michael Blake, and in fact in New York City, minorities are the majority. National minorities are the majority. So the power, is, the political power is there. But the, it's the gridlock and, and what Ja Rule was saying about the money. We've seen 
state money, oh, there's hundreds of millions of dollars being thrown around like they're, you know, dollar bills, and then the city pledge money, and then now the feds are in. But can you just give, help us understand where we're at with this? How does the money break down? Grid? That's like, what I'm trying to Why does it out. seem to be such a gridlock and nothing is happening? Because nothing was happening before. So, so uh, until this year, uh, until, quite frankly, we stepped in on the state level, we did $250 million. Money wasn't happening before in the way it should have been. You know, NYCHA's been in, in crisis for decades. This didn't just show up right now. Uh, and it's because of a lack of federal investment. There wasn't money happening from the Fed. The city wasn't putting the money the way they needed to. The state wasn't putting money in the way we needed to. It wasn't until the people stood up and the people said enough is enough until started ha- things started happening. It, it wasn't until we went over with, with Cheney at, at 3135 when you see that there's running leaks happening every single day. It wasn't until we saw Annie and saw what was happening in so many different communities uh, where you're wondering, how do I move forward in this manner? So when we talk about how we break it down, we are one of the few places, and, and, and we work with Danny all the time on this, where money is happening for security cameras and doors and locks. But it's not happening like that across the city. And the reality is, first, we need everybody to say to not just your electeds, but to your community leaders and to the NYCHA team, stop this nonsense of closing out ticket orders when you haven't fixed anything. Which we you found. Know, right? Like, the, 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 the reality uh, uh, was happening all the time. The, you know, the, the, the $2 billion federal settlement, which many of us were down there where we testified in front of Judge, Judge Pauly, you know, Lisa and to John, everybody, that can be the game changer. The feds. The federal, the federal monitor where $2 billion could potentially come on in, where we were very clear. We said, don't give money unless the community residents are a part of this process. Don't give money unless we're real clear on how you're going to fix some of these things. And so that's the piece we all Because money, money is disappearing. Because money is just being around. Money. Carmen, uh, so NYCHA has, when we, money, so when we looked last year, NYCHA has a $2 billion a year budget. Lisa. A third of it comes from tenants, residents paying their rent. Where does this money well, go? Let me, let, let, let me tell you. Who's so watching the money? Let, let, let me, let, hold on. Hold on a second. Now you hit me home. Yeah. All right. Because the reality is, is that they've been stealing money for so long. And none of them are being fired. And not for nothing. Hey, listen, I appreciate any elected official that step up to the plate. But most of them are on the take two. We have to know really what's going on and who is on our side. Because just because I'm here for an older uh, 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 photo op doesn't make me with you. Okay? And a lot of these elected officials are taking money from developers and still want to come to your... De- You're going to tell me you've been in office all this time and all of a sudden today you find out that this led in your apartment? You're my councilman. Well, you have an about, office. Lied about How come you don't know? This Four years, lie. five years, you don't know. But you've been in office all that time. Why? Because it's money. It's all about money. They've been taking the money, stealing it. There's too much corruption. And until we change NYCHA and everybody in it, it ain't going to change. NYCHA, um, G- Danny, NYCHA, the, the head of NYCHA, Shola Olatoye, no, 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 she was out. They put in this interim, interim CEO now. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. It's resident engagement. It's everything. It's everything. All right, well, let me try to, Carmen, let me try to unpack a little bit so we can all be on the same. 
Hold on one second, baby. Let's just try to stay, let me try to unpack it here because you all know all this stuff and we, I, I really want us to make sure we're communicating it to the, to the whole audience and the people watching and listening to us as well. Danny, what about, what, why the gridlock? Why nothing happening? And how do you feel about the, this possible appointment of a federal monitor? The gridlock, the gridlock is just basically because they haven't been doing what they're supposed to do. I don't want to yell into the mic, people. They haven't been doing what they're supposed to do. The interim chair, the, hold on, let's go back to Shola. My mother taught her kids a saying growing up, the fish rots from the head down. So if you cut off the head of the fish, the rest of the body is still tainted. So you need to go in and it needs to be a complete flush, a complete irrigation of everything in NYCHA and then rebuild it. The residents must have that seat at the table. And we're more than just a suggestion. The reason why we told Judge Pauly not to sign that consent decree, because we, the people who live in these horrible, deplorable, worse than third world conditions, were told that we're merely only a suggestion. And what do I drink? think about the new chair? He called me contentious. He called me contentious at the town hall meeting in Queens. When, so just because my emails are strong, if he thought I was contentious now, then he gonna think I'm a pain in his backside now because the email language gets a little harder. I tend to type in caps. All right. Okay, so we're going to take a short break. I'm your host, Lisa Evers, for the special Street Soldiers episode, our NYCHA Town Hall. We'll be right back. New York City, it's Miguel, and you're tuning to the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real people, real issues, and real politics, only on Hot 97. Welcome back to this special episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. This is our NYCHA Town Hall on the state of emergency. Nine months ago, we were here at the Bronx Works Pyramid Community Center. Now we're back, and we're asking, what has changed? Will this winter be better for the 343,000 residents who were without heat or hot water last winter? That's the question that we're asking. And we wanted to put it to NYCHA directly. We invited them to send a representative here to the town hall, and they were unable to do so. But we have an amazing panel, and I'm going to get to the audience in just a few moments to take their questions and comments. Joining us once again, the one and only Ja Rule. Also with us is the Honorable Carmen Quinones. She's the president of the Douglas Houses Resident Association. Also joining us is New York State Assemblyman Michael Blake from the Bronx. And with us is Danny Barber. He's the president of the Citywide Council of Presidents of NYCHA Housing Developments. Just when I heard, thought we had heard everything and I had seen everything that could possibly go wrong in NYCHA, leaks, holes in the wall, tenant residents being penalized when they plastered and did it themselves, a baby on a breathing tube having his breathing tube bit through by a rat. I mean, just, just when you think you hear all this, you hear about NYCHA workers having sex parties in the Throg's neck houses and then having the nerve to put in for overtime while they were doing their funny business. 
But in a regular business, Michael Blake, people would be fired for something like that. But nobody ever gets in trouble. This is what I don't understand. So, so, so we, we just got to call it for what it is. If, if anybody would do what these workers are doing, you would be in jail. And it, it is criminal 100%. what is happening. Uh, people should be prosecuted against. It is what many of us have said that at the, if you want to be serious about this, not only firing people, but there have to be criminal charges. It is, it is unacceptable what's happening in this manner. When, when you look at what happened with lead, where Melrose House is one of the first two that they came out with a story with uh, from last year. When you went from essentially October to essentially August, where the city lied, point blank. They lied about how many kids they had led. They lied about how many people had led. If any one of us was managing a property and you would have done that, you would be in jail right now. And, and so, number one, when we talk through what has to happen, and Danny is right, you can't just go from the top. Anyone that was a part of the problem has to be going held accountable. Number two, for all the workers, the story that came out, and, and Carmen and others brought it to our attention on this, when you had the folks that were closing the tickets and they were being told to close out the tickets, knowing the work hadn't been completed, they also should be held accountable. And so at the end of the day, that is how you make things change. Yeah. Let me say, I want to add to that. I want to add to that because I think that's where we start. Because there's nothing like holding people's feet to the fire than when they're in legal trouble. Well, let me add to So if we can put them in, and get them inside, like, who, do, who, you, who do you put? Well, the add, U.S. Attorney, what about the attorney. Danny, should people go to jail for this? If, if they don't arrest Shula, who, who lied, literally lied to the city council, the chair of housing, these people are not in jail, why would you go after the workers now? She well, ain't better than the workers. Well, and like I said, and this, I get so pissed off man. because no one is being held accountable. They all need to be yeah. in jail. Yeah. If it were you, if it were me, we would be under the jail. And until that happens, there's no respect. None. Jump in, Michael. And, 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 and so until that point, the, the, the U.S. Attorney, and I know I, I'm going back to this because this is the key. Right? We have an opportunity through this federal monitor for the U.S. Attorney to do exactly this. Because, again, let's go back to this. The mayor and others were point blank asked, what do you know? And they lied. Plain and simple. They lied about it. They understood that there were families that had lead in their blood and they kept going. So at the end of the day, that is the piece. But the second thing I will say, and, and many of us have talked about this a lot, you help us to make our arguments stronger. When you send us all these tickets that you have done and the photos y'all brought before when we had the town hall here before, because then when we go to the judge and say, let's show you what these residents have been going through and records. I know one's helping them right now. You got now. records. Okay, question or comment? And tell us your first name and, and what development you live in. Uh, my name is Aramis Guzman. I'm from Mitchell Houses. And this is just a comment to everyone that's watching this. This is for NYCHA. This is for the people until what, like as Carmen stated earlier, until the 400,000 people don't come together right. yep. and stand up as a culture, as a community. Forget about color, forget about race, forget about the yep. drama you got with the person upstairs or this person down the block. Until we don't come together and show them that we are united together, they're just going to keep sweeping us under the rug. Before I go, I leave you with this. Remember, people lie. Numbers don't lie. Right. Okay. Right. You want to say something? Okay. 
So hi, I'm Pat Robinson, uh, Director of Operations at Emmis. So I was born and raised in Farragut Housing, NYCHA. My mom currently lives in Malcolm X Boulevard in Brooklyn. But I hear all, I, I know the problems, I, I grew up in them. I actually believe that my eldest brother passed away at an elderly age as a result of us finding out that there was lead in the apartment that we grew up in for many years. Um, but my question is, when we say philosophically, uh, get together culture, like we need to do steps, basic to do steps as a community that can reach elderly, young, millennials, those with high levels of intellect. What are those action steps outside of the big philosophical, you know, we gotta get together and we gotta do it. I would like to know some of those things so we can help start those actions. All right, let's ask all of, all of our panel, Pat, thank you very much. And, and Ms. Robinson is one of the, uh, one of the biggest supporters of street soldiers in our community outreach for Hot 97. So she's all about the action. She's the make it happen lady. But Danny, what about, give, give, us, give, us, give us one. I'm gonna ask everybody on the panel. What about that? We have, to, we have to start going back to the things that used to work. We had leadership where when a situation arose, we had thousands of residents go to Washington to the decision makers, not to the Democrats, to the Republicans. Cross the aisle, let's take our grief and our problem across the aisle. If you really look at it, in Washington, D.C., it's different. The State House, we get all the support we need yeah, but from Danny, the Democrats. Let me, let me cut you off right there, okay? With all due respect. Yes. That still is putting the residents in a position of asking for what should be basic We're not human asking, rights. Lisa, we're demanding. Basic we have to basic command rights. what is ours. The Constitution say, we the people, for the people, by the people. We are the people. Absolutely. Michael, what about, what about a couple of action steps? And you, you brought some here with you tonight, some of your staff yeah. to, have been talking with the residents and helping them with their complaints and what they can do forward. But what would you say to everybody and to everybody watching and listening to this? So, so for, for everybody that, that's watching and listening uh, itself, first, if you have lived in a NYCHA development at any point in your life, go get tested for lead. Because the reality is, and, and again, our leaders know this, what they have said is unless your building has had less than five, if 5% 5 has come back and has been negative, they don't test the rest of the development, which is crazy. So you could be in a space where someone had lead in their blood that lived there before you and they wouldn't have told you. So that's one. The second thing, talk to our team. Our team is here in the room, but also talk Raise to us. Raise your hands, you team. Know, for the team that's okay. here. And, and call 718-538. You know, we want to get you engaged. 718-538-3829. 718-538-3829 to call us. But the last thing on this, and when we think about what's happening, the budget in the state, we vote on a $160 million budget every year. Make sure when we talk about voices being heard and moving the needle, that's where we need folks to come up as well and get folks rocking. And to, to talk about that, you got a question or comment? Yes, well, my name is Ronald Topman, president of Adam Houser. Some of my board members are here tonight. My question is, why is it seems like public officials always seem to find monies for affordable housing, but restore housing with crumbs and public housing and never seem to care about the people. We still have roaches, roaches in our back, racks running through the alley, junkies coming in the buildings with baseball bats, and you know, we have already been pushed close to the edge. We need to get some help here. HUD is not funding us properly, and we're not getting any kind of help. Where are these people? We got so many celebrities that came out of public housing where are those people? Why don't they come back and help us? 
Thank you, Ja Rule. We got many public, when you do the research, it's so many people who lived in public housing because that's all they had available. We need to get those people off them TV shows, come and help us because it's gonna come back to haunt them. It's the camera that does the trick. Carmen, real quick, what do you say to him? Real quick. About the affordable housing versus low, inco low income housing. Well, well to, let's, let's say this. This is a everybody's problem. This is all of New York City. They may be starting with public housing, but this is a Section 8 problem. This is a co-op problem. This is everybody's problem. They coming after us today, but tomorrow is you. And, and again, this does, it has nothing to do with zip code. I had a meeting just this week, Tuesday, okay, with nothing but leaders. Nothing but leaders. And we were talking about this. First of all, we need to get a hold of our congressmen. There's a bill coming on coming up on the 17% that they want, they want to instill in working people. Now they're coming after working people. So that 17%, those 17% will be evicted. So we gotta hit the, we have to hit the Congress and we gotta hold the city council people, state, all of them. We gotta hold them accountable. You can't, they elected. They already elected. You see them here? He's the only one here. They out exactly. there, and mind you, I'm Puerto Rican. They out there in my country painting apartments. Come paint mine. I'm here. I elected you. Paint my. All right, we're going to take a short break. This is Street Jeez. Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Whew. Yeah, this your boy Rolling Stone P. And make sure y'all check out the Street Soldiers with the beautiful Lisa Evers. Welcome back to this special episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. This is our NYCHA Town Hall, State of Emergency. What's changed since last year? Joining us for this conversation, the one and only Ja Rule. Also, the Honorable Carmen Quinones. She's the president of the Douglas Houses Resident Association. And also the man who answers my text when it's crazy hours and weekends and people are calling us for emergencies and he gets the help to them, New York State Assemblyman Michael Blake. And also joining us is Danny Barber. He's the president of the Citywide Council of Presidents. So we're talking about celebrities and it's true, many famous people have come from public housing and many celebrities. Ja Rule, I wanna ask you, we saw with voting a huge turnout, especially with first time voters, especially with millennials. A lot of that happened because of the social media. A lot of, ha a lot of that happened because of celebrities like yourself talking about the importance we can of thank voting. We for that, a big, big part of that as well. He, he's making everybody go out and vote as well too. Hey, but, but whatever, more people are registered <laughs> yeah. and more people turned out and the yeah. changed, uh, changed made some changes, yeah. but in terms of making the, the suffering and the hardship yeah. that people are dealing with on a daily basis, making this a priority and a hashtag that will embarrass the yeah. people who are taking the money and not doing the job, is that possible? Absolutely. You know, us celebrities, we like to get behind causes and things that we're close to. You know, and, and a lot of us absolutely come from public housing and come from the ghettos and the hoods of America. So absolutely that is something that's possible. And, and for me personally, sitting here right now, we're just sitting there on the panel talking, and I said I would love to do a turkey drive for the kids in NYCHA and for the people of NYCHA and a, and a toy drive. 
for the, for, the, for Christmas. I'll do it through my Ice Foundation, and, and, and you know, I'll get my people, my friends over at City Harvest, wink, wink, to help out. So, yeah, you know so we'll it'll be, be a there. good we'll thing. Be yeah, so we'll, we'll put that together, and we'll start there, and, and, and we'll, we'll do as much as we can to really bring awareness to this, because this is, this is outrageous. It's man. outrageous. Yeah. It's, it's New York City. It's the United States. But I also want to say we need to start at the top of this thing. At the, where, the, where the corruption is. Because if the money's being given in some places, certain places, they're giving it, but the work's not being done, or well, you're not seeing the money turn I'm over hearing, into I'm hearing people talking about progress. millions of dollars. I'm like, I've been in a lot of apartments in the last that, year. Then that's, I don't that's see any problem, granite Lisa. countertops. That's a big problem. I don't even problem. see working refrigerators in some of them. That's a big problem. You, you can I saw get lots past of rats. the problem if the money's being stolen. Right. If the people that are supposed to be in charge of the money are corrupted, you cannot, you can't count on these people. You can't vote for these people. You can't put these people in office if these are the people that are keeping you in poverty and, 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 and you know. The status quo. Yes. So we the have to start quo is status with the corruption. Quo for the residents. We got to start with the corruption. All right. Let's take a, let's take a question or comment. Hi. My name is Jake Wilson, and I'm from um, Bailey Houses, and um, I want to know about the independent um, monitoring, and I would like to know, um, will the resident and the president leaders have anything to do with that money when it comes before us? Michael, can you just help us? Thank you for your question. Can you help us understand where, where are we at with this, mo this monitor? First, it was supposed to be a city one, then there was supposed to be a state one, then everything got frozen because now there's supposed to be a federal one. And the process, where, where are we with this whole confusing process? So, so, to your question, so we're in a holding pattern right now. We, we, many of us went to testify saying we wanted to see this $2 billion come down. Uh, so we're in a holding pattern. So the, the specific thing that we need, we need everybody in this room to be not only going and demanding to the federal monitor, which we can get you that information. Again, call our office, 718-538-3829, so we can help you with that. But then when it comes down to it, yes, one of the things we all put in the letter is that community residents, TA presidents, have to be the ones that are making the decisions when this money is coming down. It is absurd that money keeps going out and you can't figure out how it's getting to your people. Exactly. Question or comment? Comments. Okay. Okay, Hi, my name is Heidi. I live right up here on Caldwell. Um, more of a statement. Um, I don't know if you guys know that right now there are gas leaks. Um, in the complexes. Well, I mean, I also deal with the pests and the no heat, the no hot water. The I pay electricity. Our meters are not being read. We're being charged double of our, our, our electric bill should be. Uh, in less than a year, I got refunded $1,400, not even in cash, because if I give it in cash, I would expect it back in cash. But it's not that way. Um, the main concern for me is how big does it have to get before something is done? What, an explosion? The, my complex right now has no gas. This is not the first gas leak. I've, in my apartment, I've had carbon monoxide leaks. Mm -hmm. And my house smells like sewage. I live on the first floor. It smells like sewage is coming up. Um, reoccurring mold. I'm an asthmatic. And I'm spraying mold spray. on. And you have a new baby. And I have four. You know, so it's like, you know, and it's freezing. So a newborn, I can't wrap her up with multiple clothing because I have to continuously check on her while she's sleeping. Babies die of SIDS for being overclothed and everything like that. So it's like, my kids, we all sleep. Last year we slept in one bedroom because I can't put more than one heater because I pay for light, which is not being, which is not being read, you know? So it's, it's, for me, it's more of safety concerns. I think this goes beyond NYCHA now with the gas and the carbon monoxide leaks. I, and I don't even think, 
the city knows and they're aware of what's going on. Car Carmen, what, what do you say to that? Where are you from, sweetheart? Which house is sweetheart? Union Consolidation. How long have you been going through that? I've been living, I've been living there six years, and in the six years that I've been there in my apartment, I've had four gas leaks, two carbon monoxide leaks, and our whole entire complex has been shut down four times, no gas, using hot plates. Well, I know you're not my, I know you're not my resident. Okay, but I know you're not my resident. I want to say something to her. I know you're not my resident and I'm not from the Bronx, but you are a tenant of public housing. Yeah. And if you find yourself that nobody's doing anything, then you can call me, I will give you my number. And anybody here, you can, get, you can have my number. 347-499-0025. You need to call me because we need to start shutting people down. So, so just real quick, I know we're trying okay. to get to this. So, so that, that, that was one, that was a building that was in our district that we actually had to move residents there because they weren't doing anything in that manner. So, and they didn't have heat in it. And the same thing, 320 East 156, same exact thing. Where not only were they not getting their gas, but then they were still charging people their rent, which is just absurd in that manner. And they shouldn't. So we're waiting for Madam Lynn Patton, regional director, to have the meeting that she agreed that she would have and she said if she didn't meet with us, she would, she would quit. We haven't met yet, so let's, let's have this meeting, ma'am, so Let me know. That we're we ready, can move we're forward. We're ready to go with the Fox 5 camera and the Hot 97 microphone. Let's take a question or comment. What is your name, and how old are you? My name is Tristan Shields, and I'm seven, and I, I have a question. And, and why do the elevator workers take so long to, to fix elevators that are broken? All right, there's a question. Why? Have you had a broken elevator in, in your building? Yes, I did. And tell me what that does to you and to the people and to your neighbors. It makes me scared and, and, and it just makes me scared. Because you got to go up all those stairs, right? Mm-hmm. The stairs nasty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's see what our panel has to say. Carmen, what about that? With the elevators. Well, first of all, you shouldn't have to be walking upstairs, right? But they should be fixing those elevators as soon as they break, right? But you know what you can do? You can make sure that you, because you look like a smart young man, you can call that 707 number and find out what they say. And if they don't do what they're supposed to do, call Danny Barber. And call Lisa Evers, okay? Because I will be there with the camera. He, he and I'll be walking with you up those stairs with the camera like we did in Morris Houses, okay? Okay. okay. All right. He lives in my All right. Ja Rule, what do, so what do you say? First of all, what do you say? What do you say to Tristan, oh, Tristan. What do you, what do you Tristan here for having the, the courage to stand up here and, and talk in front of this? I club? love Tristan, man. It's, I love this little fellow, man. It's just, Heart of gold, man, and you look like a fine young man. Your mother and your father are doing a great job with you, man. I can tell, man. Thank you. Yeah, man, amazing. All right, turn, turn around. Let me see. Okay. To, me, to me, this is what it's all about, too, is the kids, the, the kids that are coming up, but you're, you're learning how to make change right. at an early age. That's right. Right? Right. right. And future leader of America. Right. Yeah. All right, Mr. President. Yeah. I'm going to let a couple of the kids talk here because I think it's really important. Tell us your first name and how old you are. My name is Morgan and I'm 11 years old. All right, Morgan, what's your question or comment for our panel? 
my comment is, I'm sick and tired of me coming home to know heat or me coming home to no electricity or like I have to walk down 15 flights of stairs to go to school and then me waking up in the morning and I have no hot water or me waking up in the morning there's no electricity and like I every like it's like every summer that the generator breaks down they got to bring a, a whole nother generator and then my uncle has to deal with other people's problems and he's fighting for other people and I'm just getting tired of it. And I got a question. How are we going to fix this? Because um, uh. I'm sick and tired of all of this. This is like... All right, who wants to take that? Michael Blake? Man, I, I, you need to run for office, first of all. Yeah. Right? That's, That's the first thing right what there. What development right? are you in? Yep. Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Yeah, Andrew Jackson. Look, the, the, who's your uncle? Oh, 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 look at that. Yeah. So, so you know, look, the, the reality is, first, you shouldn't have to be dealing with this. No, nobody should be dealing with this. We, we say this in our office all the time. Your, your block won't block your blessing. Your zip code won't deny your destiny. But the reality is everybody that's living in NYCHA feels like they can't get basic services. So what we're going to ask, and I know our, our team is in the room, everybody that's here, no matter what the issues may be, whether it be leaks, whether it be elevators, whether it be security cameras, whatever it may be, we want to find out about that. Hold us, hold us accountable. Use us as electeds. Use the celebs that can draw attention. Quite frankly, Ja, Lisa, you all being here, you get people to pay attention that weren't paying attention. Because the folks have been talking about this for 30 years plus who've been feeling this way. So let us know how we can work on this. But then at the same time, for these young kids, right, these are the faces that we all got to be thinking about when Thanksgiving comes and when Christmas comes and they're trying to figure out when it comes to back to school. Like, they're the ones that are, that are working so hard that are trying to do the right thing. It's our job to go help you and we're going to fight for you. Okay, all right, so we stay here for one second. Okay, what, tell us your name and what, and what development you live in. My name is Tajane and I live in Andrew Jackson. And my Andrew question Jackson. is... When are they going to take us off the generators? Because my mom has to go down seven flights to come get me, and she has a bad knee, and she's supposed to have surgery, but she didn't do it because I have problems too, and I might have to have surgery. So my mom, so I mean, so I want to know when they're going to take off the generators because my mom can get hurt walking down the stairs, and plus she has seizures, so she can have it in the middle of any staircase going from seven to the first floor of the lobby. Well... Well, that shut the room down. Well, that's that's well, I mean, these these are, you know, it's not statistics. It's people. It's real lives. Yeah. All right. My, Michael, real quick. So real, real quick. Look, what, what, it's, it's there's no real plan that the city has at all in getting ready for the winter. So to your question about the generators, they're, they're doing that because they're not prepared when everything is breaking down and it has to be emergency re repairs in that manner. So the very concrete thing and this goes to your question earlier. We need everybody at this meeting that's happening next Wednesday on, on November 14th to convey and find out from the city, what is your plan for my building and my development before the crisis happens? Because usually well, they're showing up tonight. afterwards We're like, all the time. Going? Exactly. All, all right, ladies, thank you so much. All right, girls, thank you so much. Just, let's give them a big hand. Ja Rule, I'm going to ask you for a, final, for a final word here about uh, what do you think we can do with all the people we know? to help and to bring some light to this. Bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. And, and, and I think, you know, this is an issue that's hitting home right now. I'm the first to come to the plate on it, but trust me, this is a, New York City is, is, come on man, we're a thriving city, man. These are 
beautiful people. Our city shouldn't be going through. We shouldn't, you know. And and I think our voices will be not at all, man. Not at all. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna go harder to 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 get my friends involved and get people more involved. And we'll see because I. You, you know, I, I thought we made. I thought we were making some strides, and, and they were we giving did, the money we did, and things. But, but we, we know it's not enough. We need more. We, we need, need to more. do more. A lot and, more. And, we, and we will do more. And I know, I know, all of you will be doing much, yeah. much more. We will be here. We'll be here with you through the winter. Uh, my team. I'm going to introduce some of my team, so you can give them phone numbers. Uh, my executive producer Chris Sobel, our producer Jeff Gessoff, Kara Viscardo, Amantha, raise your hand. L'Oreal, raise your hand. Guys, you can give them your numbers and. Uh, after this, and so we can stay in touch with you, and also, you know, we're going to stay on this in terms of the stories. We, we have Street Soldiers once a week, but we have Fox 5 News every single day. I have a camera. I have a boss that said, and that's what it is. These kids got to me. I'm sorry. So anyway, I just want to thank you all for, I'm so emotional from those children, because I, I can't even imagine how we can let that happen as a people. But I want to thank all of you for being with us for this special episode of Street Soldiers. Can't you say something funny so we can end on a happy note here? I don't know. We, are, we, are, yeah, we need something funny right now because this, man, yeah, this is tough stuff. On a good note, November 20th, uh, as, a, as a Tuesday, with Willie Colon, I'm going to give him credit on this, someone who grew up in Melrose Houses. We're doing an annual turkey event with him uh, for folks that's over by the other Bronx Work Center. 9 a.m. on November 20th. We want everybody to come through. No one should have to be wondering about how you're going to celebrate your Thanksgiving. So let's rock together. So that's going to be a good thing we can Thank do together. Thank you very much for that. Okay, Danny, this is the And I'm putting together my toy drive, my turkey let's... drive and my toy drive. So we, I'm going to cracking we're, on we're, that. We're with you. We I'm going to do it here and, 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 and we'll do it in the Bronx. Lisa, we're ready and then, to go. Listen. Let's do it. All right, you guys. All right, now. Okay, Carmen, real quick. That's now, now I got my, I got to cook the turkey. in the Bronx. This is happening everywhere. Don't forget about Manhattan. Don't, don't forget, forget about Queens. Don't, don't forget, forget about, about Brooklyn. Hey, All right, and don't, forget we, have to, don't forget we have to end the show. I want to <laughs> thank our amazing panel for being with us for the special Street no Soldiers doubt. Town Hall. Ja Rule, <laughs> Carmen Quinones, Assemblyman Michael Blake, and Danny Barber. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace. I'm Lisa Evers. Good night.